When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sean Rima, 9 till 11. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And it's six minutes after nine on News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. Hi. Welcome to my dumb little show. And the phone lines are open. 210-599-5555. We're going to talk about the Respect for Marriage Act uh, momentarily, but I just I have to mention... Uh, the big story of the day, just to get it out of the way here at the beginning. Apparently, Jim Carrey has left Twitter as well. No more Jim Carrey on on Twitter. Uh, he didn't really give an explanation. I suspect it has something to do with that Nazi Elon Musk uh, and all the hate speech he's allowing on 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 Twitter. And and I also found out, like first off, nobody cares, Jim. <laughs> nobody cares, dude. You care, but nobody else cares. Secondly, and I didn't, you know, because they, they, they left are still freaking out over Elon, you know, and, and he's loving every second of it. The, this picture of his nightstand with the guns and the, the Diet Coke cans was hilarious, man. He's loving every minute of it. Uh, but I didn't know that Trent Reznor, I was never a huge Nine Inch Nails fan, but uh, I liked a few of their songs. Uh, I thought they were pretty edgy back in the day. And Trent Reznor has also left Twitter apparently to protect his mental health. Dude, what happened to you, man? Your mental health? You're Trent freaking Reznor! Just want to get that off my chest. Now, the uh, Respect for Marriage Act uh, passed in the Senate, 61 to 36. Uh, Mike Lee had attempted a, uh, to, uh, add an amendment that would protect folks who disagree with same-sex marriage, uh, for religious purposes, uh, that did not happen. Um, you know, let, let me, uh, and, and again, I, I know I'm going to hear from you on this one, 210-599-5555. Now, I, I am somebody who has classically supported same-sex marriage. I don't really even say that I'm pro same sex marriage because I didn't like march in the streets for it. I didn't. I wasn't active in that. It's like you know what? Two dudes want to get married. I don't care. <laughs> two chicks want to get married. I don't care. It's fine. You know, my own marriage is is uh, you know is something that I gotta is is what I need to work on more than anything else. Okay, you want to get married to a dude? That's fine. Um, this, that having been said, okay. Oh, and I'm also in an interracial marriage, uh, which I guess this is supposed to do something for, I, I didn't know interracial marriages were in trouble. <laughs> I don't know where that's going on, but uh, apparently this also protects guys like me, right? Um, I hate this. This is horrible. This is horrible. And I'll tell you why it federalizes. It's the respect for marriage act. Uh, but it's it's really not that. Um, what this does is basically opens the door for folks to go after businesses and individuals uh, 
who believe in traditional marriage, who who have the opinion of traditional marriage, uh, of supporting traditional marriage, whether it's for religious reasons or whatever. It's basically saying that if you if you espouse in certain situations your support for same you know for for traditional marriage, it, you you could be sued. You could be sued. Essentially, you can be punished if you're an individual who espouses such an opinion. Uh, maybe you're a, a wedding venue. And, and remember all the uh, cases that we had back in the day with the baker? That that case was just resolved. The Colorado baker who didn't who said he'd make any kind of cake you want, but I'm not going to make a, uh, a gay marriage cake because I don't believe in gay marriage. Uh, and he was sued. Well, this pretty much codifies that whole idea and, and takes it to the next level that if you merely say certain things in certain situations, it's essentially considered hate speech, and you can be sued and, and essentially taken to court and punished, if you will, punished for your opinions. That's horrible. That is freaking horrible. Um, what we are seeing, and we're seeing this on many different levels, it's not just with this marriage thing. And again, I'm not, I'm not really, I, I've never really understood where the interracial marriage thing comes into it because I, I was under the impression, I was never, I, I haven't been aware that interracial marriage was in trouble, but you know, sounds good on paper, I guess. Sounds good if you're virtue signaling. Um, the left are about the business of turning any opinion that differs from their standard extreme agenda as hate speech. Now, we, we've seen this conversationally go on for a long time, right? I mean, we've had I've had debates with uh, with DBs on 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 this show and on the old night show who, you know, you, you they disagree with something that I say and as I begin to put their own ignorance on display, it's because I'm filled with hate and I hate them. Uh, if you're against same-sex marriage, it's because you're filled with hate for gay people, right? Uh, that That's pretty much their default. You know, if you... Uh, uh, disagree on a, on a certain issue involving uh, somebody who just happens to be black, it's because you're racist. If you're critical of a Democrat who is, uh, who is black, it's because you're a racist and you hate black people. Essentially, disagreeing with a Democrat or a progressive these days is an act of hate. And that's why they can't shut up about hate. You notice that's one of their favorite words to drop? Elon Musk is bringing hate uh, to Twitter. There's just there's hate everywhere. There's there's no room for hate in our society. And essentially, it's an attack on your free speech. It's trying to turn your opinions into hate speech. Uh, because if they could do it with marriage, if they could do it with same sex marriage, understand they could do it with anything. <laughs> I mean, th- this whole uh, uh, transphobic thing, Charlemagne the God was talking about this on, on Fox Digital, that if you uh, are critical, merely critical of the idea of minors 
being allowed to uh, uh, go through surgeries and 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 take drugs to change transition their gender, what have you. Okay, it's not because you're concerned about young kids being abused and mutilated. It's because you're transphobic. See, you're 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 either hateful or you're phobic. Have you noticed that? You're either just brimming with hatred, just gnashing your teeth with hatred over stuff. Or you're afraid of what you don't understand. And the thing is, it used to be a a debate tactic, in a sense, uh, to uh, try to uh, wiggle your way out of an argument you you can't make for an opinion you claim you have. Uh, by saying the person you're debating with or disagreeing with is a racist or they're phobic or they hate gay people, homophobic, transphobic. Only now it's becoming law. It's becoming policy. And again, if they can do it with this, they can do it with a whole bunch of other topics. Yeah. And that should uh, upset every American. 210-599-5555. Here's Debbie. Debbie, how you doing? Hi, good. How are you? Pretty good. What are you thinking? I'm thinking the liberals have gone off the deep end. They just have devolved into being thought police. Well, that's what it is. That That's exactly what they're creating, thought police. We're talking about people's opinions at this point. Right. Yeah. I used to be a liberal, but when I was a liberal, I was kind of a live-and-let-live type person, but these that's not what these people are. No, no, certainly not, certainly not. I appreciate the call, Debbie. Thank you. 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. I've, I've had people, I, I know I've told you this before, I've had people in my life who were liberals, and th- th- this is a troubling uh, thing that we're seeing now, specifically with young people, who really hate free speech, and they really honestly, genuinely believe that certain opinions shouldn't be allowed to be heard. I've had them tell that to me to my face. And we're seeing a disturbing trend with young people now who, again, are being indoctrinated through the public school system, through the uh, the college uh, education system. Uh, and a lot of them, yeah, they, they think certain opinions you should be able to shut down and should be considered hate speech. Scary stuff, man. Here's Brad. Brad, how you doing? Yeah, Sean, uh, the younger folks, uh, you're right, it is scary. It used to be when you had uh, bad speech or, or you know, whatever, the remedy to bad speech is more free speech to correct it or counteract it or whatever. You don't just ban the bad stuff, you know. But on this uh, this whole thing that they uh, – they, uh, this defensive marriage law or whatever – I don't know anybody out there who has any credibility who opposes and is actively working to repeal gay marriage. And honestly, there aren't. Nobody is. You're right. (laughs) No, it's a movement with there is no movement. I mean, people say, you know, look, everybody I know has a gay brother or cousin, son, grandson, and they they would not want to do that. Uh, I I look at it this way. In the olden days, you, you had people talk about, well, men meeting anonymously and roadside uh, rest stops and, right. and uh, parks. Uh, in fact, there was a New Jersey governor. That was his deal was he was married All to right, a woman, right, allegedly. Right. Well, and, uh, and, and that's what he would do is meet strangers. Well, I would rather you not meet and hook up with a stranger, well, especially in the era of right. HIV and all these diseases. Get married and stay monogamous. If you can well, stay committed to one person, 
I don't care who he or she is. I, I'm with you. Uh, I agree. But point be, your your point, your original point that gay marriage isn't under attack is absolutely true. There's there's nothing. There's no reason for this law. The only reason and, for this law is that, to shut down certain kinds of opinions. Well, they're trying to, to they're trying to uh, scare people, and, and I think they've also got it written in there about. Uh, preserving uh, interracial marriages and uh, i hate that term because it's all the human race right i, I, I don't know I, anybody i don't know anybody who is in and there's no massive throng of people marching or protesting there against isn't the right of a black person to marry a white person you there know? isn't there and isn't I, I, I got i gotta run man i'm just up against the clock uh 210 what do you think uh, about the respect for marriage act uh it's sean on news talk 550 ktsa this is Jack Riccardi. Stay connected to News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071 on Facebook, Twitter, and online at KTSA.com. Mr. Riccardi will be joining me tomorrow about 1030. Talking about rapping with Jack coming up uh, on Tuesday. Really, really looking forward to that. Um, 210-599-5555. Let's take a quick call here on the Defense of Marriage Act or whatever the hell it is. Respect for marriage. I, I don't know. Hey, Ricky, Ricky, how you doing? Hey, I'm doing great. Thank you, sir. Uh, this is the West Texas Trucker. Hey, Let's man. not forget these rhinos that are making this happen, too. Oh, yeah. Mainly mainly Mitch McConnell. Right, right. there. Yeah, there was a... That, they they had to have Republicans sign on to this thing in the Senate, and they did. So, you know, it, it's... Mitch, it's. Yeah, I think he's... Mitch is a, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, you, you go ahead. Go ahead. I'm just saying, Mitch McConnell is the biggest backstabber to the conservative movement. I, I'm he stu- was never a friend of John of of Trump. Yeah, never. I, I'm starting to agree. I appreciate the call, man. I'm I'm a little distracted, uh, James and Don, because uh, I I'm just seeing the the, the 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 horror show at Twitter just continues. Uh, Moby is now leaving Twitter. <laughs> the bald guy. The bald guy who hasn't been relevant in decades. Moby, the DJ and pop star, pop guy. The only he- thing he <laughs> did that was cool was, remember he released a lot of music so that indie film artists and stuff could use it? Right. That's the only cool thing I remember from him. I don't remember anything about Moby <laughs> except that he's the bald guy, like you said. You're going to lose sleep in your nap, aren't you? <sighs> How do I go on? First Jim Carrey, Trent Reznor. Yeah. Dogs and cats living together. It's mass hysteria. (laughs) But listen to this. This will be my last tweet. Last night, Elon Musk posted an alt-right anti-Semitic meme, a fake CNN story, and an image of guns on his bedside table. Twitter has become a cesspool of racism, anti-Semitism, disinformation, and dim-witted alt-right hate, and it's time to leave. It's a cesspool. It's a gurgling cesspool of hate and racism. (laughs) Get a grip, dude. (laughs) Because of a picture of his freaking nightstand. What's changed? Except you got more actual people on Twitter. And now it's a cesspool of racism. <laughs> yeah, but dude, you had to tweet your goodbye. You know what I mean? It's like people who, who who will go on Facebook and say, I'm going off Facebook. Well, bye. You know, and then they're back like a week later, you know what I mean? If it's such a cesspool, why did you just not tweet anything and just cancel your account? You know, when I first heard of Moby, 
was in that Eminem song, Without Me, where he slams him pretty hard, says he's too old, and nobody <laughs> listens to techno. <laughs> Eminem said that? Yeah. I haven't heard that. That song, it's like a 20-year-old song. I'm going to go back and listen to it. 20-year-old yeah. song. Moby. It, it nails him pretty good in hey, that one. Hey, Moby Dick, nobody cares, okay? Nobody cares. All right? Bye. I mean, who cares? What? Moby's leaving. Oh, holy crap. Yeah, I'll have to look up the lyrics. He says, you 36-year-old bald-headed blank. You don't know me. You're too old. Let go. It's over. Nobody listened to techno. Nobody listens to techno. Man. And that's 20 years old. Yeah. Moby thinks anybody gives a crap if he goes off Twitter. My wow. birthday is ruined. Your birthday. Wow. How is James turning 50 years of age today? Yeah, way to kill the room, Moby. Yeah, yeah thanks, man. man. Just ruined guy. James's birthday. What a jerk. Well done, dude. I don't listen to techno either. <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I, I couldn't even tell you what techno is. I, I, I'm, I'm totally ignorant of what, I, that's what he does, right? James, techno. what was that? Was that Porcelain? Was that his big, wasn't that his big song, Porcelain, Moby? Porcelain. Think, yeah, it was Porcelain. He did a duet with Gwen Stefani. But that was it. And he was gone. Moby, nobody cares. You're leaving Twitter. Nobody listens to techno. You're too old. Get over it. <laughs> Eminem told you that 20 Eminem put the smack down on you too Decades ago, dude. Yeah, Eminem's actually pretty cool. What's Moby doing right now? Like yeah. weddings and stuff? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> just watching these people freak out over Twitter is just hilarious, man. Hey, oh, this it. is him. That's Moby. Fascinating. Yeah. Sixty great, seconds of this. This is great music. Yeah. It's the music they play at hair salons when they're trendy. Right. Yeah. <laughs> what you listen to in the Apple Store? The Apple Store. I think I heard that in an elevator once. Yeah, probably. Moby. Nobody cares. All right, two one zero is your day ruined because Moby freaking Moby is leaving. Uh, is leaving Twitter because it's a cesspool of racism and hate. Celebrating 100 years of service. 55 KTSA. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Sean. Hi. James is uh, is, uh, is beginning his 50th year on planet Earth, his 50th year around the sun by, well, watching soccer. Aren't you enjoying that soccer coverage, are you? Yes, and yesterday was glorious for yesterday the U.S.A. Yesterday was glorious in the world of soccer for the U.S. I, I wanted to bring this up, though, because I, I don't know much about soccer or football, whatever you call it. I, I'm just, you know, <laughs> I'm not that guy. I'm just, I'm not that guy. Uh, but it's really interesting that most Iranians apparently are rooting for the U.S. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was shocked to... That's the example of what we were talking about this whole week. I don't love my government. I love my country. Right. And the Iranians are very upset with their government. Well, and, and Fox News did a story on this. They, they interviewed an, an Iranian woman uh, from uh, southern uh, Iran who referred to herself as Mahura. Uh, obviously, probably not her real name. And uh, she was talking about the U.S. beating Iran, what was it, yeah, uh, Tuesday, yesterday? And she said, it's not just some people in Iran. It is the majority of people in Iran that want the U.S. to win. The silent majority of Iranians do not celebrate the regime team's victory over Wales. 
they're they're rooting for the U.S. They they and, and you know we've had these protests going on for three months now since this young woman was murdered by the religious police. And th- I mean we're 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 kind of uh, on our own trip into a, a whole nother kind of America right now too that we we really need to change directions on. But when you look at what life must be like in a place like freaking Iran, where the majority of the people hate the mullahs, the majority of the people hate the government, they hate the religious law. Uh, In the three months since these protests erupted uh, in Tehran and then quickly moved to other cities, 660 protesters have been murdered by by the state. That includes uh, at least 60 children. 30,000 people have been arrested. 30,000 people are, have just gone away. And they're, they're uh, silently rooting for the U.S. Uh, in, in, the, uh, in the World Cup. You know, so so w- when people say they're being oppressed because Elon Musk has taken over Twitter and stuff... And, Okay, maybe you need to educate yourself on what actual oppression is. On what it really, really is. Uh, 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. There's also a story, this is kind of funny, uh, that I've, I'm just kind of seeing popping up all over Facebook. Uh, <clears throat> and, and it has to do with Pat Sajak on Wheel of Fortune, which I haven't watched in decades. Never really been a big game show guy, you know what I mean. I, I was never just a, never a fan of that of that genre. But apparently, in his old age, he's getting kind of offensive with people. <laughs> I heard Don Morgan laugh. Have you seen the story, Don? I, you know, I've I've seen several stories recently about uh, he, he Pat, called, Pat getting a little cranky in his old age. He and and saying, you know, really inappropriate. I guess what would be considered inappropriate stuff to Vanna White. Yeah. He asked her if she was an opera buff, and she replied, I'm not a buff, but I like opera, and he responds with, have you ever watched opera opera in the buff? I'm just curious. (laughs) Actually, I want to know as well. Well, and then there's another, this is all recent stuff. Right. Uh, she she said, Vanna White said, so, and they worked together for decades, man. This is what, 1981 or something like that? Yeah, they've been together for like 40-something years. And uh, she said she doesn't like to swim in cold water, and Pat asked, would you take a cold shower? To which she said no, and he responded, well, then I'm through. So long. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yesterday. <laughs> oh, man. Yesterday. She's wearing a dress that has a lot of sparkles on it. Mm-hmm. He says, "Does that dress run by battery, or do you plug it in?" And she is. I guess I've seen the video. It's really. Funny. She's. It's kind of awkward. She's like, "Um, you would think so, huh?" <laughs> and he said, "I know. It's very, very sparkly." He said, "Sparkly. It's very nice. Very sparkly and nice." So yeah, I, I think it's just you know you, you you do that one gig for forty years, right? Get a little comfortable. Well, you know, here's the and thing. And I think he just doesn't give a crap anymore. Well, it, and it's not even that, but if you go back and and watch over the years, if, if you know, if you have the time. Right. And, and who does, really? Right. Um, 
for as long as they've been on the air. He's always been kind of a smart aleck. He always yeah. has been kind yeah, of a smart ass. Pa- Pat Sajak is an old morning DJ like the rest of us. Yeah. You know, and you know how that is. You're a smart ass. Exactly. You're a professional smart ass. You know, you can't help I yourself. I am a professional smart ass. Right. right. You will be in a situation where you shouldn't say something smart alecky, but here it comes, you know. <laughs> I mean, you, you can't help yourself. And, and you know, it, it's usually just, you know, a, a wink and a smile and a nudge and a little chuckle and you move on. Right, right. Um, real quick. And I'm sure that's all it was to him. <laughs> if you ever but if you go back, he's pro- Yeah. He's probably been saying these things for, you know, 30 years. We just haven't noticed it until people got real touchy. That's right, because you figure in the old days there wasn't all this woke crap and, and you know, that's inappropriate and yeah. stuff like Johnny Carson. Right. If you look back on some of the stuff that he said to some of his female guests, mm-hmm. I mean, you know. Hey, remember the time he looked at Dolly Parton and said he'd give a week's pay to see what was under there? Yes. I mean, come on. You could never do that today, man. <laughs> you can't do that now. It's old Pat. He's just being Pat. He's just He's been doing the and same shtick for 40-something years. The woke crowd is, is, uh, is caught up to him. I think he had to get work. I think he had to take it further. I want to see Pat Sajak just once on, on Wheel of Fortune say, you know, Vanna, you got a great ass. You know what I mean? Just say it. Still. You still got a great I've been ass to tell for you an old broad. I've been meaning to tell you since we were 25 <laughs> oh, years old. Since we were in our mid-20s, we started this rotten gig, okay, <laughs> that I got stuck in for, for the last right. 40 years. Okay, I just want to know, for an old broad, for an old chick, you still got a fine ass. <laughs> just take it next level, dude. Just take, just start saying exactly what you're thinking. No hyperbole, you know, or no, no, you know, uh, n- wink and nudge, whatever. Just say it. Wheel of misogyny. We let, you know. <laughs> You know, Van, I've been I've been staring at your fineness for all these decades. God, I'd like to have sex with you. You know, just say that in between a couple of rounds. You know what I mean? Would you would you, you want to hop in the sack with me? Come on, we're like a married couple anyway. But if you're going to make her uncomfortable, uncomfortable, make her really uncomfortable. Okay. Yeah, probably not a good. No idea. half measures, dude. Yeah, probably not. A I want to buy two vowels, I and you, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I and you. Give that a spin. (laughs) He's extra funny in his old age. He is, man. (laughs) Happy birthday, James. 210-599-5555. I got to take a break, don't I? It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. Hi, this is Trey Ware, and you're listening to News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Stay connected. Yeah, man, we're back. New Stock 550 KTSA. And make sure you're checking out the website for Rapping with Jack at KTSA.com. Uh, we're going to talk to Jack tomorrow about 1030 uh, on this show. And uh, he's going to talk to us all about uh, this year's Rapping with Jack. It's the first time they're actually having the event again uh, after COVID. And all the information there uh, to help make someone someone's Christmas uh, extra special uh, is there at the website, KTSA.com. We uh, just got a couple of minutes here. You know, I, James turns 50 today. I turned 55 uh, a few weeks ago. And I, I failed to mention this yesterday, uh, that it's it, yesterday was the 21st anniversary of the passing of one of my favorite artists uh, and one of, uh, certainly my favorite Beatle, and that was George Harrison. First off, 21 years, holy crap, <laughs> what have I been doing? And he was, it, it's weird, and this is this is life, man. This is the journey of life, that as you go through the different stages of life, 
with uh, the, the with age comes a certain amount of perspective. Fifty eight, you realize how, in a sense, young that is. When you're thirty one or thirty three or whatever the hell I was uh, twenty one years ago. You know, he's like, oh, well, he lived a good long life. You know, he's almost 60. And now, you know, I'm 55. I'm like, damn, he was he was only 58. You know what I mean? It's just weird, man. It's like when John Lennon died and, uh, you know, I was a kid. And it was kind of the same thing, right? 40 seemed old. You know what I mean? Now you, you realize that, you know, I, I look at 40-year-olds as kids. You know what I mean? Like, if you're 40, it's like, wow, you're young, man. Uh, so yesterday, yeah, it was the passing of George Harrison, who, who I just, I, you know, c- compared to the egos of John Lennon and Paul McCartney, uh, you know, George was just laid back. He didn't take the celebrity thing very seriously. He never did. Um, one of my all time favorite records, and they just had the, uh, 50th anniversary, uh, version come out, uh, a few months ago where it's been completely all the Phil Spector crap was peeled out, and you can re- really hear the record genuinely for the first time. Uh, you know, Harrison was had said, I saw in an interview once, where he said, you know, I, I, I can write songs very easily. You know, it's very easy for me to do. I've been doing it my whole life. You know, I could pump out a record every year if I wanted to, but I'd rather put out really, really good stuff that I'm happy with that says something that I really, really want to say then just put out record after record just to do it. You know, he was very protective of his of his own work and that he he you know these days people put out a freaking drop a record or whatever you want to call it a download every other week. But guys like Harrison are are kind of rare uh, now, especially in that he he didn't care if he made the charts after the Beatles. He didn't care if he got on the charts or if he you know he didn't he didn't make music for that reason. He made music that he himself wanted to make and that he himself liked. I think he came to to realize that what he did with that band in the sixties, there was no way he was anybody was going to top it. So he no, just it, he just did what he wanted to do. Right. And he also said that you know he only got one re- one song a record basically. Right. Yeah. So he said I had a by the time the Beatles broke up I had a backlog of songs that was immense that I just was never able to record. And he said now I'm able to. That's why the first record was a double record. It's three. It was three records. That's right. Three discs. Uh, you know, so just a, a fascinating guy, a genuine artist, and uh, uh, a, a deeply spiritual man. Uh, who we lost 21 years ago yesterday, and uh, it's also kind of tripping me out that it's been 21 years <laughs> since uh, since he passed from lung cancer. I remember famously, just very quickly, he and Ringo were, were very close. And uh, uh, I forget, Ringo ended up, uh, it was in the final stages of, of cancer. He died of lung cancer, uh, Harrison. He was, he was pretty sick. And uh, uh, and he, I forget where he was. He was in England, obviously. Uh, or no, he's in L.A. He was in L.A. And uh, Ringo was in England and said he was going to be visiting New York. And Harrison was like, do you want me to come out? <laughs> Couldn't go anywhere. We'll be right back on News Talk 550 KTSA. Sean Rima, 9 till 11. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071, five minutes after 10. I'm Sean. Hi, this is my dumb little show. And the uh, the phone lines are open. 
If you want to give us a ring, 210-599-5555, I just got the Fox News on here in the in the studio, and they're talking about Biden's White House and their lack of a serious response of any kind to these these COVID protests in China. Uh, the, the 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 originally what they said I think on Monday, what Biden said is that they have a right to peacefully protest, and that's it. Uh, the official White House stance as of right now based upon what I'm hearing, is that the White House is not taking sides on the protests. Why? (laughs) A lot of people are asking, what the hell's going on here? You guys couldn't shut up about democracy and freedom in the ramp-up to the midterm elections. Okay, every political opponent and everybody who disagrees with you was a threat to democracy a threat to freedom itself. And and now you have China welding people into their apartments based on COVID crap. Uh, infamously, now we know of this apartment building that caught fire and people burned to death because they had been welded inside their apartments. Couldn't get out. Nobody could get in to put the fire out. Uh, boy, you know, China owns his ass, man. Let's just face it. It's a money thing. Think about that. It's, it's a money thing. It's, it's, they don't want to upset China. China owns us. China not only owns, uh, uh, the Biden administration and Biden himself and the Biden family, in my opinion, but uh, when we, when we have to be when we feel and by we I mean our government our government is us unfortunately uh, when we are so cowed by China that while there are massive protests going on and people are dying and being killed or merely disappeared or taken off to prison. Because of these draconian COVID, uh, the the oppression that's going on. I mean, again, they're welding people inside their homes so they can't leave. Uh, that we were, we're the, the the beacon of freedom on planet freaking Earth is silent about that. But you and I are domestic threats to dem- are, are threats to democracy. It, it's it's beyond it's beyond embarrassing. It's way beyond that. It, it's bordering on sick. They have a right to peacefully protest. Oh, thanks. <laughs> no condemnation uh, of any kind of the Chinese government and why these people are protesting. Uh, no, no, but they have a right. We're not going to take sides on this, but they have a right to peacefully protest. Whatever it is that they're protesting. Holy crap, man. The United States of America should change its name to the Great Mall of China. Here's uh, Steve. Steve, how you doing? I'm doing well, Sean, and thank you so much for saying that China owns us. Yeah. Because it is true. China now owns the United 
sad and pathetic as, as it is, China absolutely 100% owns the United States of America. And as proof of that, I hold up the crickets of the Republican Party. Not one of them is saying anything about this with any sort of passion at all. The Republican Party should be out there right now pointing out to the American public that the Democrat Party does not care about you. They don't care about freedom. They don't give a hang about democracy. And as proof of that, listen to the crickets coming from your party with concern to China and the child slaves that are being enslaved yeah. there so Alyssa Milano can drive around in a Tesla. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. They own us. It is, it is. They, they've is, already won. Is, is, We've already lost the war with China, in a sense. Absolutely. And it is, it, is, it is disgusting. It is revolting the silence from our elected representatives who preach about freedom and democracy and right. the Constitution and this, that, and the other, and say nothing about the atrocities that are taking place right now and that have been taking place there for years and years and years. Right. And I get it. Okay, it's not on the forefront. But right now, it's out there for the world to see crickets from both parties. Shame on them. Yeah, I agree. We're not even really hearing a lot from these people about Iran. And, and that, that's going on right in front of us. I mean, that's you know, it's intertwined with this uh, World Cup thing. And uh, so, you know, uh, but China obviously holds sway in America uh, on many different levels. And, and Donald Trump warned us about this two decades ago. And uh, and he was absolutely right. Uh, look, they're killing our kids with fentanyl, fentanyl. Sorry, uh, uh, by uh, manufacturing it and giving it to the cartels to move into the country. Uh, the, you know, it, it, it's it's they're, they're we we give them we're, we're selling them oil, I believe, which I don't understand because they're building more coal, coal plants and oil production facilities every stinking day. They're also are, amping not, up their nuclear uh, capacity. We're not just selling them oil. We are selling them everything. We are selling them our freedom, our sovereignty. Right. And you notice, if you notice, you know, you brought up Iran. You hear crickets from the view on what's going on with the women in Iran. There's crickets right. from the from oh, the yeah. hags on the view. Right. Well, they don't care. Shameful. Disgusting. It is. Uh, Steve, I appreciate the call, man. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. Yeah. Crickets on uh, on the protests in China other than, oh, we, we support their right to protest. I mean, it's, it's horrible. I mean, people are just disappearing left and right in China based upon what we're hearing. They, they, they got guys with, with uh, billy clubs and guns just mowing through people in China. And, and again... The great beacon of freedom on the hill, right? <laughs> That's what we're supposed to be, right? We're, we're supposed to be uh, supporters of this idea of, of people living free. Well, but, you know, again, uh, Joe's owned by China. And, uh, you know, Joe, pretty much his opinions depend on, on, on what benefits him the most. I mean, this, this rail thing, I'm not going to get that deep into it, but... You know, you're talking about a guy who made his bones politically as being a big supporter of unions. You know, scrappy Joe from Scranton, hardworking, grew up in a hardworking uh, 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 middle class family, you know, union people. 
and he's shutting down. These, he wants to shut down any idea uh, of a walkout on the on the rail system. You know, it's it, 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 he he's an empty suit. He's not only feeble and uh, ethically a scumbag. There's also just nothing really there when you're talking about Joe Biden. There's there's, there's no values. There's no real opinion set on anything. Uh, there's, the, you know, he, he's, he's, he's a phantom. He, he's, he's a, he's a, he's a bag of air. He really is. Couldn't give a crap about what's going on with the people in China. Maybe he's making too much money off the Chinese, or maybe he owes them too much, or maybe a little of both. 210-599-5555, Yeah, I'll be coming out, uh, on Tuesday night. In fact, Jack's going to be on the show tomorrow at 1030 to talk about, uh, rapping with Jack. Uh, go to the website there and get all the info, KTSA.com. I just, man, I just saw the, I don't know what kind, what I did to create such a twisted algorithm on my Facebook news feed. I just see the weirdest crap, man. It just comes up on my news feed. Uh, James and Don, I don't know if you guys have, have seen this, if it's come up on yours, but it's, it, I'm, I'm thinking about getting this for my wife for Christmas. It's a calendar. It's a 2023 calendar. Oh, the dogs. Dogs pooping in beautiful places. I was going to get that for you. You were going to get that for me? <laughs> yes, because I saw you post it. <laughs> Have you seen? I did. I just posted because I can't believe. And that's what it is. It's, you know, beautiful. The, the cover looks like it's not, well, does it look like the Bahamas to you or Jamaica or something like that? It's it's a beautiful uh, coastline, Im- you know, image of beautiful, clear blue water and a pristine beach with a stinking dog in the center of it taking a crap. You, please tell me you're not serious. Dogs pooping in beautiful places. Look at look at my wall no, on Facebook. I mean, you're not going to get that for your wife for Christmas. I may. He likes dogs. <laughs> If they had one that, you see, I was going to say, well, I'm a cat person, you know, if they had one that had cats, but cats don't, you know, right. randomly. No, they need to have like a patch of dirt or something. <laughs> and they don't look you in the eye. No, exactly. They don't look you in the eye like, oh, you're watching me. It's so sweet. I love you too. Dogs pooping in beautiful places. The 2023 calendar. There you go. Um, <laughs> if she likes dogs, get her a nice calendar with pictures of dogs. Don't get her a calendar with dogs crap. Well, I, I, I just think it would be funny. Yeah, it'd be funny, but come on. <laughs> I want to get a, I want a calendar of my own. Twelve months of, of Syria kicking your ass is what I want. <laughs> I'm glad you said kicking my ass, and not yeah. twelve months of Syria like you know pooping in beautiful uh, yeah, come places. Come on, that's not what I was saying at all. Well, that's where you I know, thought you were going. In January, she's got her hands around your neck. You know. <laughs> February, she's got like a Cupid outfit on, and she got an arrow pointed at you. I'm, you know? I'm fairly certain she's going to probably try to smother me in my sleep tonight. Yeah, that'd so be funny. that'd be funny. He's like, oh, that'd be so funny if your wife smothered you in your sleep with a pillow. No, I'm in the calendar of her oh, the calendar. to murder you. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Different occasions. It would be kind of funny, actually. Now that I think about it. You're walking across the parking lot of your favorite Valero, and she's trying to run you over. <laughs> <laughs> She's aimed her car at you. <laughs> She's revving the motor. <laughs> Non-traditional <laughs> revenue. <laughs> Thinking outside the box. I bet that would make a lot of money. I bet we could sell <laughs> a lot of those, would. man. You should do that. 
<laughs> 12 months of Sean's wife trying to kill him. <laughs> yeah. That's a hit. You know, That's a hit, man. You, know, you get Taylor, your friend, Ta- our friend Taylor, yeah. to come and take the photos for that. He's really good at <laughs> stuff like that. Do the design. Well, you just have to come up with different methods of your attempted murder for 12 months. Oh, we can do that. Yeah, okay. well, I, I, on, I, mean, I have, like, I have 17 images. of my own. So. It was one of her, like, you know, maybe, what, what, you know, with her back to the camera, you know, with a, with a blade, you know, hidden behind her back. Right. You know, 4th of July, it's something spectacular, like a flamethrower. <laughs> <laughs> Recreate the shining scene. <laughs> Except she's the one I'm not the going to hurt you, Stan. Stan, <laughs> I'm not going to hurt you. It's a- I'm just going to bash your freaking brains in. <laughs> I'm going to bash them all the freak in, John. It's a chonkla instead of an axe. Yeah. That'd be great. <laughs> I love it. I'm not going to hurt you, John. There's there's a lot of possibilities. There really are. Because my only other option was like me pooping in beautiful places because of the colon no, thing. Nobody I don't, wants to see that. I don't think anybody would want to see that. Not even the dogs. Not even the yeah. dogs would want to see that. Even the dogs would be like, dude, that's in poor taste. Dude, what's wrong with you, man? So anyway, it's online. You can find it. Uh, dogs pooping in beautiful places. If you have a loved one that you think would find this fascinating, uh, by all means. It, and it's it's it, what's so stupid about these ads? Okay, I I, I brought it up. I'm I'm, I'm probably not going to buy it, but it's fifty percent off right now. <laughs> well, you yeah, but, yeah, but dude, it's nineteen. It's twenty dollars. Right. Normally, it's a forty-dollar calendar. What? It's thirty-nine ninety normally, and you can get it for twenty bucks. And I can get it for nineteen ninety-eight. Mm-hmm. My own damn books don't cost that much. You know what right. I mean? Maybe I'm not, gonna, I'm not gonna drop twenty bucks on a calendar of dogs taking a crap on you know beaches and stuff. I think you need to one up that and put pictures of various animals. Just, just <laughs> taking. You know what's funny about that? That you bring that up. One of my fondest memories with my daughter, uh, when, when we first moved to San Antonio, well, when I first moved to San Antonio and, and she would come and visit me, is, you know that drive through zoo that's down your way? Right. Where you, you stay in your car and the ostriches come up to you and stuff? Yeah. Uh, and I had my, my funky little red car that I used to drive around in, and I took my kid to that drive through zoo. And, and and we'd see piles of animal crap everywhere. So I, I would purposefully run over that just so I could say, now we could say we got ostrich poop on our tires. You would run through it. I would purpose. run through it on purpose <laughs> just to make my kid laugh. You could tell mom, tell your mom we got ostrich poop on my tire. <laughs> look, baby, look, we got hyena crap on our... Hyena crap on our tire, on our other tire now. Isn't that great? Kid would laugh. Right. So there you go. Uh, you to- know, and now the fine folks at the Natural Bridge Wildlife Ranch are going to put up signs saying, don't drive through the animal feces. <laughs> but it's so it much makes fun, a huge man. Mess. It spreads it all over the park. No, who doesn't want ostrich poop on their tires? Well, just me, to say that they just to be able to claim it. You know what I mean? I got calls. You know, claiming you climb Mount Everest is one thing. <laughs> just, you don't think Driving funny? your car. Like it's funny. It's like I got ostrich, I got ostrich poop on my on my tire. You don't. <laughs> you might have some dog crap there, okay? The but you ain't got ostrich poop like I do. The occasional longhorn steer. <laughs> but for Sean Rima, straight ostrich. 
Might get some Venezuelan poop. I'm yeah. so sorry if you're driving downtown. <laughs> some Venezuelan poop on your tire. That's pretty bad, huh? No. <laughs> Make him stop. <laughs> Drive downtown and get international poop on your tires. There what you go. The hell is wrong? By the, what is to, wrong with you? Go down to the, no. the resource center and, oh my and drive God. around in circles and see how many nations of poop you can get on your tires. <laughs> what is wrong with you? You have a problem. <laughs> I got some El Salvadoran poop on my tire. Isn't that great? All right. <laughs> Whew, ah. hey, hey, Keith, how you doing, man? Please. <laughs> Hey, what's going on, Sean? Um, I was just calling to uh, – I want, really was trying to call earlier when Trey was still on, but oh. – Oh, you to want to talk to Trey? Right you got me instead. I'm so oh, no, sorry. <laughs> so, I'm in the military in Louisiana right now, and right. guess what kind of classes we're about to be taught? What? We have transgender awareness. Oh, come have, on. Uh, like a sexual and rape awareness class. Oh, Terrorism class and domestic terrorism uh, awareness. Domestic terrorism awareness and transgendered awareness classes in the military. Yep. How do most uh, of your colleagues feel about that? I mean, how are you guys feeling about this? Oh, we're all getting out. Yeah. We get out like we have like a couple months left. None of us are re-signing. We're getting out of it. We're done with it. Yeah, I've heard that from so many folks. That, you know what, I'm just getting out. This is not why I joined the military. This isn't what the military is about. And it's very sad no, to yeah, watch. Definitely. Well, all we have is classes like this. And then we get, we do a bunch of training for like JRTC and a bunch of other trainings. I know all the vets out here hearing me or they know what I'm talking about. And uh, yeah, it's just, it's not it right now. And all of us, like the bonus to sign for like six years right now is only, I think it's at four or 5,000. So hmm. everyone's like, yeah, no, it's not worth it. Mm, that's so sad, man. That's so sad. Well, thank you for your service. Uh, we we certainly appreciate it, and it's it's a, it's a real sin what they're doing to the military. It certainly is. Oh yeah, definitely. Our military is getting weaker by the minute. Mm. Well, thank you again for your service, dude. I got to run, but I, I appreciate the call and thanks for the insight. That's just pathetic, man. We'll talk about that a little bit more when we get back. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Celebrating 100 years of service. 55 KTSA. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. I got some Shatner news coming at you. We're all about Bill Shatner. Anything comes up about William Shatner, man, I put it on the air. But Jim's been on hold forever, so let's talk to Jim real quick here. Jim, how you doing? Uh, my name is Jeff. Oh, Jeff. Jeff, what's going on, man? What's going on, my brother from another mother? How are you doing, bro? Pretty good, man. Pretty good. What are you thinking? Um, You know, that last guy kind of stole my thunder a little bit. You know, I told you my dad died in Air Force Intelligence forever. Mm. He wouldn't have been able to stay in the military. He would have hated this shit. No, oh, dude, and you got to you gotta, you gotta watch what you say, man. I can't keep you on the air if you'd be cussing, but... He's what he's referring to is we had a guy, a, a, a military guy, who called us up. And I know Trey is getting a lot of calls like this. I'm getting a lot of calls like this. I'm sure Jack is, too. 
of military folks who are getting out of the military. They're retiring early or retiring as soon as they can. They're not re-upping. And uh, it's because of this woke crap. And we had a guy call up who uh, before the break there who was stationed in Louisiana and said he was leaving. He was getting out of the military. He said, we have to take trans uh, transgender awareness classes, right? Uh, domestic terrorism awareness classes. He said this woke stuff is the is the 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 focus. This is what th- they're focused. They're, they're they're spending more time dealing with this crap than they are actually training in a military fashion. Uh, now, obviously, the people who don't like us around the world who have militaries are not doing that. <laughs> Do you think the Chinese military uh, are are having uh, transgendered awareness classes? Do you think the Russian army are are, are busy with mandatory uh, uh, transgender awareness classes? Probably not. And it's it, you know a lot of folks are just getting out of the military, and that's not a good thing for us. Uh, and and it's also heartbreaking. Because these are young men and women who are willing to put their lives up for grabs so that you and I can sit here and talk on the radio. So that you and I can live our lives in peace and freedom. Uh, and, and, and this is what they're being subjected to. This woke bullcrap. And that's exactly what it is. It's bullcrap. And I wish I could say the real word, the, the actual word. Uh, and it's sad. It's sad because we hear from these folks so much now. I mean, it's not one call once in a while. It, you know, at least once a week, James, when you say we get somebody who calls up and says, you know, I'm getting out of the military or, you know, I'm disgusted by what I'm seeing because we're, we have all these mandatory, uh, you know, woke classes and training that we have to go through that has nothing to do with what our job is which is protecting this country. And uh, it is. It's heartbreaking. It re- and it's a sin. It's a sin because this is being foisted upon the military by military leadership. And uh, it's just plain wrong. It's just wrong. Uh, 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. And, and, you know, and I, I, as you know, I, I have a great deal of respect for the military. Uh, my, my brother Kyle uh, was a chief petty officer uh, in the United States Navy. My, my, my father was a Navy man during the Korean uh, era. Uh, you know, I, I just I, I have a great deal of respect for our military, and that's, that's something that's always been true of any radio show I've done over the, over the years. And, you know, I, we live in a very self-obsessed culture right now, a very selfish, self-obsessed era in America right now. Uh, Most of us are just sitting on our asses taking selfies, making TikTok videos, posting crap on Facebook and social media that nobody cares about. It's not really important or valuable in any way, shape, or form. And I got my hand in the air on that one, okay? 
Uh, so the idea of self-sacrifice. It, we, we live in an era where if I can't do whatever I want to do, whenever I want to do it, I'm being oppressed. Don't you oppress me. It's me, 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 me. That's all social media is, right? Look at me, look at me, look at me. So, in a sense, the, the, the idea of self-sacrifice, which is one of the noblest traits of human beings, something that animals don't freaking do, uh, which is, I will give my life up for somebody else. I will give my life up for an idea called freedom. It's kind of a, it's in, it's in short quantity right now. Uh, in the general population, because we're all just kind of obsessing on our, ourselves. Uh, and so to see people who are willing to sacrifice themselves and their futures with their families and their spouses and their kids being treated this way, having to endure this freaking woke crap is nauseating. It truly is. It's nauseating. Here's Keith. Keith, how you doing? Hey, sir. I was calling back because I know we had a cut for break, and I had to kind of make that story short on what we're being uh, taught. Mm-hmm. But uh, so basically, I just wanted to say this. Like, I joined the military, and I was like eight years old when my cousin lost his legs. So I wanted to go back and, you know, join for that. And it's like I had to join at a later time, almost a whole decade or more than a decade just to go and, you know, I wanted to just get back at whoever did that. And, like, we're being taught this, and there's nothing you could do about it. Like, I have a platoon sergeant who's about to get out, and I'm like, well, what are you going to do when you get out? And he's like, I, I don't know, man. I don't know anything else besides picking. Like, he, we're 11 Bravos, which is an infantryman. He's like, I really don't know what I'm going to do when I'm going to get out. But he was like, I don't want to be brainwashed into thinking this is what the military is coming to mm-hmm. and it's like it blows my mind on how we're focusing on this we've only been to the range once this year just once and yeah once Whoa. We and once we called that's it everything's been focused ever since you know we got our new president one up not my president but uh, so this is not like, you know, once in a while kind of a thing. This is what, the majority you know, of your time? This is like an everyday thing. You can't go into work. If you get caught talking in a type of way, like when I first joined, it was so much more like calm. Now, like if you get caught saying something that someone doesn't like and they go use the open door policy on you, you're more than likely just going to get kicked out of the army. There's no like repercussions. Like, wow. Yeah. They're just going to kick you out because someone didn't like what you said or like, there's no joking around no more. Like, which I would, I would think, I mean, I've I've never been in the middle, but I would think the the ability to joke around with each other and kid around with each other is a bonding thing. I would, I would, I would think. Yeah. It used to be like that. Like I'm, I've only, I mean, there's older vets out there that, you know, they've done what they've done, and they know what I'm talking about when you could joke around with your boys and right. act this type of way. But now you can't even do that without getting into trouble or, mm. you know, and you'll literally get, like, Article 15s for this. It's not even God. a joke. Like, we're out. For yeah, just like, saying something? Like, yeah, like, our, like I'm not going to name no names, but our, our battalion commander, he's so woke. Like, it's crazy. Like, mm. 
you cannot do anything like without getting in trouble. If he found out, you're he's instantly pulling your chapter packet and you're just gone. Wow, man. I, I got to take a break, man. I'm just up against it, but it's so sad to hear this stuff, man. Th- thank you for your service, and I'm I'm so sorry you're having to endure this. Yeah, I love your I love your uh, y'all's news uh, show because <laughs> I know just like you said, you never get to hear it anywhere else besides here. Well, I appreciate you, man. Thank you so much, Keith. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. Rock on. Uh, 210-599-5555. San Antonio's News, Traffic, and Weather Station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. How are you? Uh, went a little long in the last segment uh, talking about how our military folks are being treated with this horrible woke crap. And so we got a couple minutes here, but um, I just I gotta I gotta dive into this latest chapter in the Bill Shatner George Takai feud. Um, Shatner, uh, who who is one of my one of my heroes? I mean, I, I is Captain Kirk was my guy growing up, man. I mean, I, I Captain Kirk was the man. Okay, T.J. Hooker was cool, but Captain Kirk was the man. All right, been a Shatner fan my whole stinking life. Is he arrogant? Yes. <laughs> his, his arrogance and his ego are legendary. Uh, when I was working in L.A., I actually worked with people who had met him on several occasions and, and, and confirmed that he, he can be kind of an egotistical weirdo. But you know what? He's Bill Shatner. <laughs> and Takai has been complaining for year, decades now that... He didn't, you know, Shatner made sure he didn't get as much screen time as he thought he should have. And uh, uh, Shatner, I guess, uh, last week uh, was talking to the London Times uh, and said that uh, George Sakai has never stopped blackening my name. He called his former Star Trek co-stars bitter. (laughs) He said, I've run out of patience with them. Why give credence to people consumed by envy and hate? And so Takai's guy who hates William Shatner has to, he's pushing his own book. He's in London putting on a publicity tour for his own stupid book that nobody's going to read. and It's going to be at the Dollar Tree in about three weeks. He says, he's just a cantankerous old man. And I'm not going to play his game. And then he goes on to talk at length about William Shatner. Uh, you know, he he, uh, he says uh, he's a cantankerous old man. He was self-involved. He, you know, back in the Star Trek days, he enjoyed being the center of attention. He wanted everyone to count out to him. He was the freaking star of the show, man. <laughs> okay, it wasn't Takai Trek, you know what I mean? Sulu who? You think people watch the show because of you, dude? You still getting paid for the royalties, dude? I'm sorry, Shatner's one of those guys. I'm not I'm not into big egos and that stuff, you know what I mean? But Shatner, can I just be honest with you? He's and Trey said this on Where and Rhyme. You know what? He's Shatner. He's kind of earned it. He's Captain Freaking Kirk, man. That show wouldn't have lasted at all had they not cast William Shatner is the captain of the Starship Enterprise, and everybody knows it, and he knows it. They had that other guy in the in the pilot episode, and pfft, nobody watched it. 
He's Shatner, George. All right. You should be kissing his Shatner ass every single day of your life for giving you for, for the, the fact that you had a gig like Star Trek. James, do you think there'd be any George Takai box sets, you know, at the Walmart of his great cinematic career, if oh not for my. Star Trek? Oh, my. I can't stand it when he does that. Oh, my. Let's not reinforce any, you know, gay stereotypes or anything, George. Mm-hmm. Oh, my. Ooh, I'm so gay. You should be kissing Bill Shatner's ass every day of your life, dude. All right. Thank you, James. Happy birthday, brother. Uh, Thanks to Elaine, Don Morgan, and my good brother, uh, Trey Ware. Spread the love. Don't be a jerk. Bye.